eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Let's talk about this game. Chiefs-Lions on Thursday night as the opener. Okay. Uh, the Fantasy Life Game Hub is showing a 52.5 total on this game, the highest of the week to kick things off. What are you looking at in this game, man? Like, are you are you looking at uh, – first, I want to know how you think this game is going to roll in terms of, like, the game flow. Chiefs go up, stays even most of the time. Let's assume Travis Kelsey is out. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is Travis Kelsey yeah. playing or not? If, if Travis Kelsey isn't playing, like, I'm not going to bet against Patrick Mahomes. He's gotten it done plenty of times with less than average weapons. I don't want to call his weapons less than average, but we know Kadarius Tony. I don't know if he's going to be 100% coming in in this game. That kind of worries me. Sky Moore, he's going to be coming out of the slot, but is he going to be able to carry the Chiefs offense? I don't know. So for me, I think this is actually going to be maybe a lower scoring game than we expect. Obviously, the total's there. It's way up high, but if the Chiefs are firing on like 75%, 80%, that's enough for the Lions to keep things on the ground, and it won't be a runaway shootout-type game. The Lions are built to run the ball and control the clock, where the Chiefs just throw it, throw it, throw it. That's the way it's been. So I, I think if you look at this game without Travis Kelsey, that's a huge bonus for the Lions, and that can let play into their hand a little bit. They can take control of the clock, run the clock down a little bit. I think we're looking at a competitive game but I'm not so sure it's going to have as many fireworks as another game on the schedule, which we're going to be talking about here soon in a minute. So this is maybe my second favorite game, you know, in terms of what I expect in terms of fantasy to come out of it. But obviously this is going to be a good game regardless. If I had to pick somebody to perform the the highest performer in this game out, out of both teams, Dare I say Jameer Gibbs? <laughs> it might be a little bold. Oh, my goodness. But look at it this way. Who won the Chiefs? I mean, obviously, I'm going to exclude quarterbacks from this because Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. But if you want to talk about running backs and wide receivers, highest scoring player in this game, could it be Jameer Gibbs? 
I don't think it can that's be out of the question. Probably it's probably going to be Amon Ra, but yeah, I could see, I could totally see Jameer Gibbs. Amon Ra is an easy answer. You, you know what I mean? Like the way they've been, answer, t- but it's the right answer. Okay, but the way they've been talking about Jameer Gibbs, and this is the problem with having these discussions in Week One, where it's like we haven't Dan, seen anything. Dan, it's all the pro- like uh, Dan Campbell was just talking about not seeing the full version of Jameer Gibbs in Week One, but I, I still think he's going to do good. But is he going to be the number one scorer? What What are the odds that I should give you? For Jameer Gibbs being the number one scorer, the is odds like, as in is it plus is plus odds right like plus is yeah it like plus one hundred. It's gonna be with plus like, odds. I'm gonna say Amon Rob maybe at like minus one hundred. Like he's like the favorite here. Yeah, like is that is that kind of okay? I think that makes sense then. Okay, so yeah, I'll take plus. If you're gonna say if you're gonna give me plus odds that Jameer Gibbs is the highest scoring running back here, sure. Oh, I, the highest scoring player. player. Flex play, yeah. not necessarily quarterback. You know, flex would be quarterback. Yeah. Not, not flex would be running back, wide receiver, tight end. Yeah. Now, if we, I, I want to talk about like all all of these players here, and you know, I think it's it's interesting because when if you're talking about Travis Kelsey not playing, not now, how does it play out for the Chiefs now? Right. I think right. the Chiefs wide receiver to consider a Sky Moore. Right. It's pretty clear he's going to be the wide receiver on the field. But Kadarius Tony has been the Chiefs wide receiver that they've been touting, right, during this offseason, potentially being their wide receiver one. Uh, I was like uh, kind of in on it. I was like, okay, this is, uh, I, I can see it. I wasn't drafting him a whole lot in best ball either, but he just can't stay healthy, man. Like the word is that he'll be on a snap count in this game. Okay. But 23% targets per route run last year, according to Fantasy Life data profiles. Okay, that has to keep you somewhat interested. Okay, but he's not going to be full-time in this game. So if I'm choosing between him and Sky Moore, it's going to be Sky Moore for this week. Okay, he'll be on the field way more. He could see near a full route participation, depending, you know, if he stays on the field for some two wide receiver sets, which we did see a little bit of towards the end of the preseason with the starters. Brett Veach, their GM, has already come out and said that Justin Ross and Rashi Rice will start the season as rotational players. So they're not in play for me, right, in season long. Okay. Um, So I have Sky as my wide receiver 39 on the week. Okay, that's pretty high, you know, from where he's being drafted. And that would make him a flex play on Thursday night, uh, you know, with a little bit of upside if Kelsey can't play. The other guys, the other guy, the sneaky guy, and I know that people talk about Noah Gray, and I, sure, that's fine. But, and we'll talk about that in a second, but, like, the other guy I think who's going to benefit here is Jarek McKinnon. Right, like if Kelsey's out, his role doesn't change. You know, um, you know, I, I really don't trust Isaiah Pacheco. Right, given the usage that yeah, we had, had in the preseason, you know, can he return? You know, to be the back that he was like late in the year after Ceh's injury. You know, kind of paved the way for him to kind of take over that role, maybe. Right, but I was already low on Pacheco going into the year. Uh, and then Jared McKinnon now, he's the clear third down back, the clear passing down back now, right? His role doesn't change at all. So I actually think he's a little bit of a flex now in PPR on Thursday night if Kelsey can't play because who else is Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball to? You got Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony on limited snaps. I think Jared McKinnon's up next, dude. <laughs> he's got to be, pretty much. I mean, if you remember that stretch of games last year, where he was just scoring all those touchdowns. He wasn't, like, I mean, he was catching passes out of the backfield, but he was catching passes downfield, too. He had a couple long touchdowns. So it's like, Jarek McKinnon's been in this offense. He knows how it works. He's familiar. 
Patrick Mahomes is familiar with him. I think you're 100% right when you lay out the receivers here in Kansas City. Like, it's going to be Sky Moore and then who else? I don't trust Kadarius Tony either. I don't think that he's going to have enough snaps to be relevant. Could he score a touchdown? Maybe. Could he have a touchdown like he had in the Super Bowl where it's just like a quick in and out at the goal line? Maybe. But if you want to talk about consistent work, like this, like you just mentioned, there's two players who could get that in the receiving game at least, and that's Sky Moore and Jarek McKinnon. So I, I agree Jarek McKinnon is suddenly a flex play now. If Travis Kelsey were playing, I mean, we're talking about Travis Kelsey being the guy and then Sky Moore being potential to play. I would still have, I think, Sky Moore over Kadarius Tony, even if Travis Kelsey played, but I'm expecting, I'm not expecting Kelsey to play. So I agree with everything that you laid out. <laughs> now, if you have Kelsey and he doesn't suit up, right? Like, yes, like his backup, Noah Gray, is an option, but you don't necessarily have to make that decision on Thursday night, right? Like maybe your opponent has some Thursday night players, maybe they shit the bed, and now you have a more informed decision. And like, do you really want to drop one of your like key bench players that you want to stash? You know, that you really, and you don't really, you don't really want to pick up another tight end, right? When you know Kelsey right. will probably play next week, right? Like if you think you still can beat your opponent this week, like maybe you wait until Sunday, right? See how that plays out. And then you might not even have to pick up a tight end. And if you do, then maybe you pick up Jake Ferguson for Sunday night, right? Or you play, you yep. pick up Tyler Conklin, for Monday night, right? Like if you There's don't want a little to wait, buzz around him, Tyler Conklin, right? Yes. Apparently, apparently Aaron Rodgers likes him, so we'll see how that works out. Now, you know there there's other guys in the waiver wire. If you don't want to wait or anything like that, you want to just like put your best foot forward. Jawan Johnson, Luke Musgrave, those would be some top two options. We mentioned, oh, I don't even know if we mentioned, but Christian Watson, he has he he was not practicing today because of a hamstring injury. Okay, same thing with his boy. Romeo Dubs, hamstring injury, didn't practice today. I don't know how serious Christian Watson's is. We know that Dubs already had that hamstring injury. That's why he missed the last preseason game. But Watson, this is something new that we just found out about today. We'll see if that's serious. We'll see if he practices tomorrow. But if he doesn't, Luke Musgrave becomes a lot more interesting, right? Yeah. You got Gerald Everett. You know, I mentioned Jake Ferguson, Hunter Henry, uh, Hayden Hurst, Noah Fant, a few guys you can pick up. But why pick up those guys? We can just wait on guys like Jake Ferguson and Tyler Conklin. Right. Yeah. Um, now, I think Noah Gray is solid, but who knows what kind of route participation he's going to get with Kelsey missing time. Right? We just don't have that data. We don't have the sample size. Um, right. I think he's a pretty good tight end when given opportunity. We just don't know how much of him we'll actually see. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah. Uh, There's no reason to go one-for-one, I think, with Travis Kelsey and Noah Gray. It's not like you're going to plug in Noah Gray and get anything close. You have a much better chance of getting production closer to what Travis Kelsey would have given you going away from Noah Gray. That's that's what I will say. Because the talent isn't there just like Travis Kelsey has, but also the opportunity, it's it's not necessarily going to be tailored towards him. Like Travis Kelsey, he's not going to fill Noah Gray a Travis Kelsey size hole. And no one's expecting him to. Patrick Mahomes isn't expecting him to. He's going to go other places with the ball. So I think if you're looking to replace Travis Kelsey, I Jake Ferguson's one of the guys that I was going to talk about when we got to that game. Um, because He's got a pretty good matchup. 
Well, we're not getting to that game, so uh, why don't you talk <laughs> about it right now? All right, I'll just go. Let's go. With it. It, we're all over the place on this podcast. It's awesome, but anyway, yeah, I, I think he's worth a look against the Giants. You know, he's going to be matching up against pretty much nobody's in the middle of the field on the Giants. You look at Brandon Cooks; he's going to be dealing with Adoree Jackson on the outside. CD Lamb's going to be blowing things up from the slot. I mean, oh, who's yeah. going to be realistically covering Jake Ferguson? We know Dak Prescott loves his tight ends. The fact that Jake Ferguson's going undrafted in some drafts, you know, you could get him on the waivers. He's super undervalued right now. And I was a Luke Schoonmaker guy early in the offseason. I mean, that was way long ago. But you've been on Jake Ferguson a while this whole time. I, I think you look at this, it's a relatively high-scoring game. I think it's the fourth-highest implied total. The Cowboys have played very well against the Giants in the past five, six years with Dak Prescott at quarterback. So if you want to stream somebody to replace Travis Kelsey – I think Jake Ferguson is your guy, 100%. You know, um, the, the the Giants have been getting a lot of buzz, obviously, this offseason, and rightfully so. You know, I think they're going to be a good team, but I think they're going to have a tough time against the Cowboys week one. I think they I are. I do, too. Honestly. I, mean, I could talk about that yeah. for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes. Zach. Now, Going back to the, the Chiefs-Lions game real quick, like I do have – you mentioned Jimmy Gibbs. I do have him as a top 10 running back this week, right? Um, yep. So I, I think David Montgomery is a great play as well. Chris Jones probably isn't playing, okay, nope. because of the contract dispute, okay? So I have Montgomery as a low-end RB2 this week. You know, this matchup becomes way easier with Chris Jones off the field, okay? Yeah. So both these guys are going to do their thing. I, th- I have him as a low-end R- RB2. Is Montgomery somebody like you think that has to be in your lineup? For the for this matchup, no, I don't think this. I don't think Montgomery's a priority play like Jameer Gibbs would be. You know, I think Montgomery's a perfectly fine play. Like if you have nobody else at running back, you know, if you need him as an RB two, I think you can get away with it. He's going to be a low end RB two if anything. Um, but I, ideally, like I don't even like starting him at flex because I like using upside players in my flex. David Montgomery isn't that. So for me. I think he's not really a priority play for me. Jameer Gibbs is the play. I don't want to completely write him off, but you'd have to be pretty thin. At least I would have to be pretty thin at running back to throw him in over other running backs that you might have on your roster already. Hopefully you drafted David him. Montgomery, as, David Montgomery or Cam Akers this week? I think I would go with Montgomery just because I think the Seahawks are going to run away from the, from the Rams, and there's not going to be a reason for the Rams to be handing the ball off a lot. And that's where Cam Montgomery or Kenneth Walker. I think I would go with Kenneth Walker. Montgomery or Damian Pierce. Pierce. And that one isn't close because I think Pierce is going to be the guy for the Texans, even though Devin Singletary is there. Montgomery or Raheem Mostert. Okay, there I think I'm going to go with Montgomery. <laughs> I don't know how much I trust Raheem Mostert. I think it's going to be a shootout between you know Dolphins and Chargers. It's going to be pass first type of game script. I don't think there's going to be that much usage for Raheem Mostert unless he rips off one for a long touchdown. I could see like 13 carries for 40 some yards from him. You know, so I, I think Dave Montgomery has a much better potential than Raheem Mostert this week. I'm going Mostert. Interesting, Colonel 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 Mustard. Is going off this week. Uh, I have Jared Goff as my QB 12 this week, so he's definitely in the cards to be startable, especially in a game where the Lions could be chasing points, right? Four and a half point underdogs in this one. I think they are 
Yeah, they were six point underdogs. Now they're four and a half point underdogs. Um, I think Ahmad Ra is going to feast. I have him as a top five wide receiver this week. So you know, you got Gibbs, you got him. Uh, Sam Laporta has a chance of making an impact week one. We'll see how involved he is to start off his career on prime time. Uh, I do think Laporta is a solid replacement if you happen to have him and Kelsey, and Kelsey right. cannot go. Okay, um, I do like Laporta more than a lot of the options that I mentioned earlier. He's not available on most waiver wires. That's why I didn't mention him. But apparently he's an option for a lot of people because I had a ton of Laporta questions um, for people who have Travis Kelsey. Uh, if I drafted Kelsey personally, I would not have had any of these guys. I right. would have had, I would have, I wouldn't have Kincaid. I wouldn't have Laporta. I wouldn't have 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 had any unless they fell really far in the draft where they're the best players available. Um, but in most leagues, competitive leagues, they they they're not available. Um, That's the problem that Travis Kelsey managers have is that they've never been in this situation before <laughs> if i'm mistaken if i'm not mistaken he hasn't missed a game to injury since 2013 so it's like this is uncharted territory because usually you just draft travis kelsey and that's it for the season you don't even have to worry exactly about it. so they're getting hit early this season by the way guys you can catch my rankings on patreon.com slash upper hand fantasy the rankings are up there for this week one already positional flex super flex it's all there um it's it's up on spreadsheets right now, okay, because we're doing a website. Uh, we're basically revamp, revamping our entire website. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be so yeah. good. Uh, I cannot wait. Um, so that that domain transfer is literally happening right now. So, uh, But, you know, everything you need is all up on Patreon uh, on, on the website itself. So you can go to that, uh, patreon.com slash upperhandfantasy. Uh, if you need start set advice or wherever why advice with me personally, you have some options available on as well. Okay, so something you might want to take advantage of going into week one. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 